thinking before you DIY. Let's get into it. So you have a lot of experience with DIY, home repairs, flipping, remodeling. So we would like a little insight from you. Um, people today can learn a lot on YouTube. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of stuff on YouTube. There's a ton of stuff on YouTube. So is that a good place for people to start if they're looking to do something on their home? Well, let me give you some personal experience. Okay. okay the other day, literally, I forgot how to do a GFCI. I was like, forgot that. Went on YouTube, figured it out. Oh, yeah, that's right. But the hot wire is supposed to everything. So there are ways of taking YouTube and utilizing it to help you out. Mm-hmm. Although if you're doing a real major remodel, like maybe there's some structural things that need to be done, you're moving walls, those types of things, YouTube's not going to always give you the answer, okay? Because they're not going to know where your stress shear walls are if you're doing something like that, okay? They also don't know about code compliance because in some areas of the United States, code compliance is a little more lax than other areas, okay? Okay. Um, So you can learn a lot from YouTube, but you really should take a minute, back off, and say, is this project too big for me? And if you say, no, I can, I don't, I have time. I don't feel it's overwhelming for me, then proceed forward. Now, from a realtor's point of view, I always wish homeowners would consult with us to tell them whether or not the $20,000 or $2,000 they're putting into this uh, remodel project or do-it-yourself project is going to give them the rate of return. Now, if they're looking at just having it for their own personal comfort, Okay, let's say it's a countertop and you want to take out your Formica countertop and it's going to, you know, take three hours to pull a Formica countertop off. And then you spend $6,000 on a quartz countertop and it's similar in color and style and that to what was there. But you, your wife or you just wanted that Mm -hmm. and it wasn't done so that it improves the value of the house. It just made it easier for you, more comfortable for you. Then that's fine. But if you're doing something that you're thinking, okay, when I go to sell the house, I'm going to get a greater rate of return, talk to your real estate agent. See if the $6,000 you spent for the quartz countertop is going to give you at least $9,000 worth of value when you sell it. Because you you don't want to do something for value and only be a dollar for a dollar. I put 6000 in, the value of the house goes mm-hmm. up 6000 That's, you know, right? The best way is to talk with somebody who understands this. You put 6000 into a countertop, will I get $9,000 out? Now, the rule of thumb is 50%, okay? okay. So if you can't make 50% on the amount of money you invested into mm-hmm. the house, then don't do it as a added value to the home, okay? okay? Now, if you are in competition, now we haven't seen that in many years, right? I mean, mm-hmm. house goes on a market and it's sold with 19 offers, but we're moving into a market right now. Yeah, we're normalizing. We're, we're normalizing. Great way of saying it, Jill. We're normalizing right now. So you may have three or four other houses on the market that are similar to yours, and you're all roughly at the same price. You want the person who's looking at the house to pick your house as the best dressed girl at the dance. I always Mm -hmm. like to use that terminology. You want to get the best dressed girl at the dance, right? Hey everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. 
Now let's get you back to the podcast. So if you put it in so you become that uh, home, then it's different. Then your house is sold and you move on. But if you're looking to add value to actually make money, please you know, talk to your real estate agent. Now, if you choose, again, to do it yourself and you do your research, make sure your research is from a reputable source, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't go to like a carpet store and say, well, hey, how much will I get if I put new carpet in my house? They don't know. They're going to tell you how much you're going to pay per square foot or per square yard, but they don't know the return on the investment, okay? okay? So do a little bit of research and then... Take the scope of the project, okay, and make sure, again, that you can handle the scope of the project. Sometimes it seems easier than it really is. Mm -hmm. You open up a wall and it's like, oh, my God, there's a brick wall behind here. I didn't realize it was a brick wall. I thought it was going to be studs, and we could just do this and do that. Now you've got, what am I going to do with this brick wall? How am I going to take it out? How is it going to affect the the structure of the roof, right? You may go in and say, I'm going to add this... um, extra electrical into this part of the house, you open it up and you've got aluminum wire in there, mm-hmm. which you discover that it's all going to be taken out. Now you've got, now you got to hire an electrician to go in and take all the aluminum wire out of the house because it's a fire hazard, right? Mm-hmm. You go to open up and you want to maybe add a bathroom and you come to realize, well, I'm just going to open this up. We're going to take a trench. We're going to tie it to the sewer there, right? And you come to find out you can't because code says, I've got to go all the way down to the street with this 137 feet. Now all of a sudden a five or $6,000 project becomes a $50,000 project. Okay. And you're already taking things apart. So do your research, make sure the scope is something you can handle. Contact your real estate agent. If you're doing it to add value to your house. Mm -hmm. And most of all, consult with family members. And people look at me when I say that is because your house is going to be disrupted for a while. That's true. Right. And it's kind of hard to live in a house that's under repair, especially if you get caught with something that you didn't plan on and a three-week project becomes a three-month project. It's true. Yeah. So make sure everybody's on board in the family. That's just a side note from personal experiences. (laughs) So you gave us a lot of great points today. Uh, So it sounds like if it's something basic, I have kind of like a general you know, elementary kind of knowledge of home repair, I might be able to go on YouTube, find some things that'll help me out and help me build on my, you know, base knowledge to kind of step up and be able to do something else. Correct. If it's a bigger project, I better make sure that I am contacting somebody with the knowledge. And I think, at least in my personal experience, sometimes, honestly, a lot of it can be helped with just the correct tools. So then you have to look at is buying this, you know, these five items to make the job easier, is it worth it for me to invest the money in those tools? Or is it worth it for me to maybe hire the professional who has them and the experience and get it done faster? As a real estate agent, we can help put you in touch with those professionals. Yep. Yeah, we do have we do have a, a list of contractors that we can help in the Tucson area. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't right. have them in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The other thing is, is you brought this up. It's a great point, Jill. Um, you're going to pull out a sink and a faucet, right? You don't have a, like a basin wrench or all the tools you need. By the time you buy all that stuff, you may just want to spend an extra 50 or $60 and let the plumber come in and mm-hmm. change it for that extra money. And you go and take your wife out shopping or to a movie or something or to dinner. Let the plumber do that and save your time to spend with other family members. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I think that's what some people don't realize is that all the stuff you have to buy 
the cost of that, it's a little bit more. You save yourself time, hassle. The job's probably going to get done faster because they do it all the time. Yep. So I personally think, you know, some repairs, it's get yourself a quote, see what it would cost, and then run it as far as your time and the materials for you and yep. decide if it's, if it's yeah, so if you're, there. So using the sink example again, what if you break something off? That's true. Sometimes you can. Now you can't fix it. Now you do have to call that professional in, right? Yeah. So we're not saying you can't do it. Just be honest with yourself about your ability, mm -hmm. the scope of the project, and the people involved in the household. So many people don't think that through. Everybody in the house gets affected by a do-it-yourself project if it takes a lot longer than than planned on. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes, you know, we had tile broken up in our house. The entire house, even places without tile, there's dust everywhere. Yes. That's something to oh, take into account. So <laughs> that is something to take into account. Yeah. Thank you for all your thoughts and expertise on this subject. Um, again, we absolutely encourage you to, you know, check things out, see if it's something you can handle. And if not, we are here to help you, help you put you in touch with the right uh, professionals or you know, give you an opinion as far as what it will actually do for the value of your home. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.